state money will help people who need a lawyer and cannot afford one, and using bugs to fight a bug that's threatening hemlock trees. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Support for the Morning Agenda comes from the City of Lancaster, helping to create a magical holiday season in Lancaster City by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details at visitlancastercity.com. It's Thursday, December 21st, and this is being recorded at 10.30 a.m. I'm Randy Parker, in for Tim Lambert today, and your host on this daily trip around the region's top stories. Let's get started. In Pennsylvania, if you need a lawyer but cannot afford one, the money to pay for a lawyer comes from your county. There's no state money helping out. But last spring, our partners at Spotlight PA reported that legal experts and legislators say that way of doing things is unfair because the quality of your representation depends on which county you live in. But now my colleague Ben Wasserstein reports Pennsylvania is allocating $7.5 million to public defense, moving the cost for public defenders from the county level to the state. Ben reports the state was one of only two to still manage this at the local level. Sarah Jacobson is executive director of the Public Defender Association of Pennsylvania. She says this is a momentous occasion. Historic. It's a historic investment in indigent defense and public defense in Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania, up until now, has never provided funding for its public defenders um, from the state. Jacobson says some public defenders have upwards of 600 cases at a time. Since 1989, 128 people have been exonerated in Pennsylvania. A Vanderbilt study found the average cost of a wrongful conviction is around $6.1 million. This amounts to $780 million that could be saved if people were better defended. Jacobson says more should be done to address issues that lead to crime. The criminal justice system all too often becomes the last social safety net. People who have drug addiction, people who have mental illness, people who are victims to generational poverty, um, the place to deal with those societal problems is in prison. Jacobson suggests more funding for social workers and bringing public defense salaries up to par with prosecutors. A study of the Bronx by the Rand Corporation found that providing indigent clients with a more comprehensive defense saved New York taxpayers $160 million due to fewer people being incarcerated. Foresters in Pennsylvania are deploying insect warfare to save eastern hemlock trees. Glennis Board at our partner WESA has this report on the flies and the beetles being conscripted to help. An integrated pest management and hemlock conservation strategy has foresters in the Allegheny National Forest importing hemlock woolly adelgids natural predators. Three non-native kinds of flies and beetles have now been released. Foresters like Justin LaMountain expect them to work in tandem to prey on woolly adelgids across multiple life cycles. We're basically facilitating an assisted migration, if you will, of known predators to help control that pest in this novel eastern forest ecosystem. Adelgids are native to Japan and the Pacific Northwest. They've been in the Allegheny National Forest since 2014. LaMountain says saving the hemlocks is vital to maintaining healthy ecosystems across the East Coast, ecosystems even more fragile given the shifting climate. The work is being done in about 35,000 acres of forest. 
A reminder that you can find The Morning Agenda wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us on the WITF YouTube channel. Every morning, we go through about a dozen news sites in central Pennsylvania, and we found a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that might impact you and your community in the future. Here's what you need to know. Four central high school students are writing a book about their efforts to stop their district from banning books. The York Daily Record reports the students are working with two teachers on the book titled Fighting Censorship. It's due out next year. In 2021, the students led protests against the district's decision to ban some anti-racism books and materials from classrooms. In the November election, Central York School Board candidates who opposed book bans won four of the five open seats. And now an update to a story we talked about on yesterday's morning agenda. Council members in a Dauphin County borough voted not to put restrictions on a drag dinner event being put on as a fundraiser for a pride festival. An online petition had asked that the show be age-restricted and have visual barriers inside so people walking by wouldn't be able to see it. The petition claimed the show is inherently sexual. But WGAL reports Millersburg Council disagreed, voting four to two against the restrictions. Event organizers said they want to create a safe space for LGBTQ family to come together and to enjoy themselves. Well, that does it for The Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. Support for The Morning Agenda comes from the city of Lancaster, helping create a magical holiday season in Lancaster City by offering shopping from nearly 150 small businesses to find gifts for friends and family. More details at visitlancastercity.com. For Joe Ulrich, our engineer, I'm Randy Parker, sitting in for Tim Lambert. A reminder that the morning agenda will take a holiday break next week. Tim will be back as your host on January 2nd. Be well, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Tomorrow.